the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, the media. To watch the ongoing media propaganda. It's like watching Pravda. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. We needed to speak up as a church about some of these issues that we're facing in the nation. Because heterosexuality is God's good intention and design. Parents are a little bit too complacent sometimes about, oh, how bad could it be? It's very bad. It's bigger than most people realize. And it's basically sexualizing children is what it is. Because you cannot be truly conservative and be advocating for so-called rights on the basis of what God says is a sin. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles and columns at barbwire.com, wnd.com, and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to check out my book, now in its second edition, written especially for teens. And it's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. And you can find more, find out more right on our website, admissionamerica.com. How are homosexual activists targeting Christians and conservatives on the Internet to try to shut us down? And it's not, of course, just on the Internet. But we're going to talk about this today and the upcoming election. You probably know there's an election coming up uh, with my guest, a longtime pro-family colleague, Peter LaBarbera, who is founder and president of Americans for Truth. Welcome back to Mission America Radio, Peter. Thank you, Linda. Thanks for the opportunity. Well, uh, first of all, I want you to tell us about um, sort of the ongoing saga of uh, how you have lately, your website has been targeted um, in your organization by a vindictive homosexual activist from years past, and now you're even talking to the FBI. Um, wow. Tell us what's yeah, going on I'm here. I'm going to break the story on your network uh, with your show, Linda, <laughs> that uh, the, the, the um, activist's name is Adam Flanders. He's from Maine, now living in California. He's a convicted sex offender. Uh, His crime was uh, sexual abuse of a minor, meaning uh, an underage boy. He is uh, living in California, as I said, and this is a very litigious homosexual activist who basically writes threatening letters and plays the victim and misstates facts and ends up uh, intimidating web companies and virtually everybody he writes, it seems, Linda, 
I'm sure he'll write you after this episode, after this uh, show comes out. And he, he threatens them and says, uh, you know, I'm being harassed by these conservatives. He makes stuff up. And I can say that because he made up an incredible uh, uh, fib. Um, he, he was once arrested for an assault charge um, involving a minor boy, I believe. And he, there was a mugshot photo of him from this arrest. He claims in his correspondence with the web company that was hosting my website, Americans for Truth, not no longer, but it was the ISP, the Internet Service Provider. He claimed that the web shot, the, the, the mug shot, excuse me, the mug shot photo of Adam Flanders was his uh, sole copyrighted material. In other words, he was the sole copyrighted owner of this photo. This will, it was a mugshot photo, the, and it's this will this will come as a big surprise to all the police and law enforcement around the country. But right, yeah. Well, now in a subsequent letter to another uh, a, another threatening letter from Adam Flanders, he now claims that he's applying for the copyright staff. Oh, yeah. And what happened was when he wrote the first this web company, which is called First Light Fiber, and he said and he he demanded that these articles be taken down, in which I had put a picture of the mugshot of Adam Flanders' mugshot. He wrote, and this First Light Fiber company, this ISP company, gave basically gave my web host uh, five days to take the articles down. Then it didn't even wait five days, and it took my website down. Wow. Uh, and it was down for two weeks. And this has happened all across the country. Now he's threatening LifeSite News because they wrote a story about my case. He called the FBI. Yes, he called the FBI on me. Unbelievable. And I, I go in my house. I, I live in Illinois. I would go to my go to the door, and there's an FBI guy. He showed me his badge, and I said, "This isn't about Adam Flanders, is it?" <laughs> no. He said, "Yes," and he knew it was baloney. Yeah, he knew it was, he, but it was a formality. He said, "We have to check out these complaints." So he complained about me, and uh-huh. the FBI a- guy asked me if I would plan on visiting her or harassing Adam Flanders. And I said, "Of course not. I've never spoken to Adam Flanders." All we did was we reported, and this goes way back to the Mass Resistance, another pro-family group, when Adam Flanders w- uh, had written an article exposing the thing you always exposed, Linda, which was the abuses surrounding these gay youth organizations. There was a particular gay youth organization in, Ma- in Maine, and he was in the group, and he was sort of exposing the things that went on. And then later he wanted to retract that letter, and he was demanding that people take it down. And Mass Resistance, run by my friend Brian Kamaker, who was a, a hero in the pro-family movement, he said, no, we're not taking it down. You submitted this letter. You were in public with this letter exposing this gay youth organization, and we're not taking it down. And that's what started all this uh-huh. just letters that he writes threatening people. Now, you would think, uh, Peter, and by the way, if you're just joining us, we are talking with Peter LaBarbera, who is founder and president of Americans for Truth, americansfortruth.com. Is that right, Peter? Americans for Truth, F-O-R.com. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, you would think that if this is a person, for instance, he's rethinking his past and he's wanting to make amends and wanting to make a change, this is not the way to go about it, uh, to go out and be vindictively lie and try to shut down people's right to free speech and shut down you know, a reporting of history. I mean, you know, that's kind of what what we do here right. to try to track the ongoing activism and problems in how this this movement is destroying our culture. I mean, you know, and so to do that, you have to go report what the activists do. And here he's doing it again. I mean, I think he's really harming his own his own yeah, uh, case. Mean, people would frankly. have forgotten. They don't. Yeah. He's basically when you demand. And, and the, I think what he expected was that we would take it down 
because he has bullied other people. Right. He even bullied WorldNet Daily into taking down two articles, believe it or not. And I love WorldNet Daily, yeah. but they took down two articles after Adam Flanders complained about them. He wants to erase his past, and I understand that. And I would urge all your listeners to pray for this young yes. man. I think he's about 30 years old. Adam Flanders, he needs Jesus in his life yep. badly. Yep. He's still a homosexual activist, but you, you don't get to erase history. He was a reckless homosexual activist. His crime was sexual abuse of a minor. He was in that, that assault. Can I describe that assault incident, Linda? Well, I don't know. It's a Christian station, so uh, well, I mean, warning. He was charged. He mm. was supposed to keep away from a boy. There was a court order, I believe, to keep away, or a police order, to keep away from a minor boy. He violated that. He went to the boy's house, and the parents found out about it. The dad went upstairs, and Adam Flanders, according to court records, court documents I'm, I'm quoting, Adam Flanders put a knife to the boy. Now, this is his younger boyfriend. Put a knife to the boy uh, to the boy's neck to threaten the father, and actually ended up cutting the father and and the boy. And that was one of his arrests. Wow. Um, so you know, this is a very reckless and in the past violent man uh, who was involved in predations against a minor. You know, sexual abuse of a minor, five years older than the boy, uh, underage boy. These are very serious crimes which is why he's on the sex offender registry in both Maine and California. And you don't get to erase history in this world. You can be forgiven for what you've done, but you don't get to erase it like it never happened. Right. And and by dredging all this up and trying to trying to, he's attracted more attention to it. So it's it's not helping if that's uh, if if there's any help for this. So, yes, please pray for this young man, uh, friends. And um, we will. And, and Linda, another serious yeah. part of this, of course, is it it fits in with the entire LGBTQ narrative of shutting down your right. opponents. Exactly. You don't tolerate your opponents. You try to shut them down. You try to strip them of their right in the United States of America as free American citizens to tell the truth as they see it. Right. And he's trying to take us down. He's punishing us for telling the truth. Well, and you know, and th- that brings up. Uh, let's just move on to the election. You know, the more people who are involved in homosexual activism or in and I consider any person that's going into public office a potential or uh, probably a homosexual activist because they're going to start doing things that are um, along the lines of advocacy for LGBT causes which is antithetical to religious freedom the vast majority of the time so tell us about the upcoming election and how um, these activists are, um, you know, how, what the potential is for more and more people who are homosexual to gain office. Well, uh, the New York Times, you know, great, uh, mm-hmm. no fan of conservatives, is calling it a rainbow wave. Uh, they said two, uh, the headline I'm reading from August in the New York Times, 218, 2018, has more LGBT candidates than ever. Mm-hmm. So we see the strategy of homosexual and transgender activists is to get into power, and it works. And that's what they're doing. And I'm very troubled by, because they're all, you're absolutely right. They, they're pushing for stuff on the federal level, like the Equality Act, so-called, mm-hmm. excuse me, Linda, which I know you've written about, which is, based, I'm calling it the, the, the Criminalized Christianity Act, because right. it would further criminalize Christianity, being our right to morally oppose the homosexual activist agenda and the transgender agenda. Um, they're, they're, they're fighting for stuff like that. And it's so troubling um, that there are so many, and they're in it, and the media does not like to report criticism of them, of course. Right, not, of course But it not. goes a step further, Linda. You have uh, candidates like Kristen Sinema, uh, 
that's she's in Arizona. She's running for Senate as a Democrat, and we're nonpartisan, but we can report the facts. Mm-hmm. And she calls herself an open bisexual. Right. But I noticed that the media, or even the Republican Party, and even the Republican candidate, nobody's mentioning the fact that this candidate, who has a very radical past, calls herself openly bisexual. And I think that's very relevant, very interesting. Very uh, people have a right to know, but it's sort of like covered up. There's like a self censorship going on among Republicans and conservatives. You can't even criticize somebody or even mention that somebody is an open homosexual or transgender candidate. Right. And, you know, you have Nancy Pelosi, who's already pledged that if they take the House back, they're going to pass this LGBT rights bill. Now, who knows what the Senate will do? That's going to be a real would be a real problem. But that is a dangerous situation just for the reason you said, because it threatens religious freedom. We see how they bully and and punish uh, conservatives and do whatever they can do to shut down freedom of speech and like Jack Phillips in Colorado, you know, the, the uh, cake Absolutely. bakers and the florists. We see that there is no tolerance for another opinion. So they use these so-called rights whenever they get them in very unjust and punitive and harmful ways. Um, they've destroyed people's businesses, their reputations, yes. taken away jobs, uh, income. And it's, it is wrong. It is totally wrong from every standpoint, even from the ethics of the Democratic, what Democrats say they believe. Uh, believe. They just turn, turn their head and pretend that that's not happening. That is happening. That is happening. Right. So. I, I, I think I call it a gay lawyer's dream, this bill, mm-hmm. a transgender lawyer's dream, mm-hmm. because what imagine we see all the abuses going on under local and state so-called non-discrimination laws. Now, they're totally for discrimination. They're for discrimination against Christians. Basically, exactly. Because Christians are leading the opposition to they don't want to recognize or participate in so-called homosexual marriages, which aren't really marriages, of course, before God. Um, and, and so. You know, imagine now when you add the federal power, the power of the federal government treating this like a civil right. We already see gay activists trying to ban people from pursuing ex-gay change. They're, they're, they're pushing laws that ban minors, kids under 18. Even if the minor child was abused by a homosexual predator, he cannot get in these states that have these ex-gay bans, they cannot seek ex-gay therapy. Right, right, um, right which is unbelievable. And if they're already this bad with the, with the state laws, imagine what they're going to do when they have a federal law right. to, for these lawyers to use as a, as a club against Christians. Right. And, and we, you know, the problem is, uh, Peter, that this is all turned around to be the exact opposite of what it really is. You know, none of us hate any of these people. We'd love to see them all change. So come on, folks, change. Stop doing these harmful things to other people. If you believe in tolerance, practice it. But we're not seeing that because of what we see. We oppose their policies. We don't oppose the people. We're not as what about this new slogan that they're using um, that we will not be erased? <laughs> Did you, what do you oh, give what, me a break? They I know. want to erase sex gays. I mean, I've learned with the left, everything the left charges you with, they're guilty of. Yeah. They say you're guilty of discrimination. They want to discriminate against ex-gays, against Christians. They say they're for diversity. I'm for diversity, man and woman. There's diversity. You need diversity in a marriage. You don't want to have somebody that you're same sex. Oh, my goodness. That's just just perverse. Um, You know, they say they're tolerant. They're intolerant. They say they're for inclusion. They want to exclude ex-gays. They want to ban ex-gay chains for minors. Why is it that a minor can be gender non-conforming, bi-gender, transgender, male to female, everything? You can be everything, but you can't become straight? Exactly. What's the the deal with that? That is, well, it's what it is, is it's um, 
very, very deceived minds who are clinging desperately to sin and resisting any idea of truth and morality and peace in their hearts and in their lives and in their in their bodies. So uh, and health, a healthy lifestyle. So we're talking with Peter LaBarbera, who is uh, founder and president of Americans for Truth at Americans for F.O.R. Truth dot com. We're going to talk more about the upcoming election and uh, other issues when we return here on Mission America Radio. By the way, this is Linda Harvey, uh, president of Mission America, and we will be right back following these messages. Don't go away. We'll continue our great conversation with longtime pro-family colleague Peter LaBarbera. Stay with us. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We're talking today with my longtime friend and pro-family colleague Peter LaBarbera, who's founder and president of Americans for Truth, and you are now a published co-author. Is that correct, Peter? Oh, yes. Uh, my first book, I mean, I've been published a lot of articles, but this is a, I'm co-author of a book with Cliff Kincaid and some other authors. It's called Permanent Revolution, The Secret Life and Legacy of Barack Hussein Obama. Mm. Um, and it's all about Obama's radical agendas, including his radical LGBT agenda. And I wrote about that. And of course, Obama lied to the nation. Remember when he said he was he, he was objected to gay marriage for religious reasons? Right. What a farce. Right, right, right. Total <laughs> farce. on Amazon. It's called Permanent Revolution. Right. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot there. Wow, that's fantastic. So um, it's on Amazon, did you say? It's on Amazon, and it's also on Cliff Kincaid's website, which is usasurvival.org. Okay, that's great. Um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about the election. Go back to um, the uh, LGBT candidates. You know, first of all, I want to just throw this out there. You know, um, when you think back on uh, people say, oh, you shouldn't bring up someone's sexual orientation. Well, the LGBT Victory Fund is headed by none other than Anise Parker, who was the um, activist uh, mayor of Houston when they had that horrible situation down there with with uh, that when they forced a, a uh, they were actually going to and confiscating the sermons of of uh, pastors because they were um, they were looking for um, they were trying to overturn a homosexual rights or so-called rights ordinance down there when she was ousted in the election. So she's now heading that up. So when you think, oh, no, we, we can't assume these people are activists. Yes, we can. Correct. Oh, yeah, they're, they're all activists. They're all backed by these n- notorious gay activist groups. Human Rights Campaign being the leader. Human Rights Campaign was all over the Kavanaugh hearings. They were one of the groups that charged the Supreme mm-hmm. Court at the end. Remember when he was just about to be yep. uh, uh, approved uh, mm-hmm. for the Supreme Court? The, 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 now, get this. The Human Rights Campaign, or as I call them, the Human Wrongs Campaign, they're, they're, they're believing everything of these charges against Kavanaugh, these uncorroborated sex abuse, you know, uh, sexual harassment allegations. And yet, what about Terry Bean, yes. the homosexual activist <laughs> who helped build the Human Rights Campaign building? If my memory serves, he was charged with sexual abuse of a minor, mm-hmm. but he bought his way out of it. Yep. I don't recall a Human Rights Campaign uh, saying much about that at all. That was their own benefactor. He helped build, raise money for their own building. Right. So and, it's, it, yep. you know, sex abuse becomes a political tool only when it's hurting Republicans do they get involved. Well, Terry Bean also, um, that was all hushed up and uh, quickly. He also was head of, he, he was a big buddy of 
uh, Obamas and brought a lot of money along, again, from the Gay and Lesbian Victory Fund to the um, Obama campaign. So he's a gay activist in politics. And yet he's, you know, again, 15-year-old boy, uh, a three-way, excuse me, folks, um, liaison with this boy who was, you know, coerced into it, probably. And um, anyway, it was... He bought him off for, I think, over $200,000. Yeah. It so once again, our justice system is, is influenced by money. And believe it or not, Linda, Terry Bean, remember, HRC benefactor, human rights campaign, is now giving money, apparently, to candidates again. Yeah, yeah there so, you go. So when you see these gay activists and the left, you know, oh, they, everything's politicized. And these are hardcore political activists, mostly aiding Democrats. Yeah. Um, very few Republicans get help from the human rights campaign. Um, and, the, and the other group, of course, and, and other organizations on the LGBT movement. But these are hardcore activists. And if a candidate is lining himself with human rights campaign, they are aligning themselves with an anti-Christian organization. Let's be fair about that. Absolutely. HRC and other homosexual organizations are anti-Christian because they do not believe that a Christian has a right. Uh, you know, they do not believe that people can pursue healthy change. Why are they pushing laws that would ban ex-gay change for minors, right, right. even minors who are victims of child abuse, like like uh, Terry Bean's victim? Right. Uh, so, so these these are groups are not about real liberty. They're about homosexual so-called rights first. Right. They right. put their rights first. Like, for example, the blood supply, Linda. I, I'm just getting excited here. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. The human yep. rights campaign pushing. They're pushing to have total equality for the blood supply. Well, wait a minute. Homosexual men, especially, have added health risks because of the deviant and unhealthy acts that they engage in. That's why they are restricted more. They have to wait a year. They used to have to wait over 20 years to give blood. But the human rights campaign wants total equality. So there, this is this is the type of agenda these candidates are aligning themselves with. Yeah, well, exactly. And then twenty-five to thirty thousand new HIV cases are um, come out of the the Centers for Disease Control reports that related to uh, male-to-male homosexual sex each year. Twenty to twenty-five to thirty thousand new, which is about sixty-seven to seventy percent of all the HIV new cases every year, and yet we're supposed to believe that this would be healthy. No. Okay, let's just talk one more quick thing about um, the in Illinois. I want you to mention, uh, in case anyone's uh, uh, listening who is t- keeping track of the Illinois race, tell us about some of the candidates there, and one especially who's a a fan of Dan Savage is could that yeah, possibly be case? Believe it, this is my this is where I live. Peter Roscom is the Republican. The man opposing him is a Democrat named Sean Caston. Mm-hmm. Now he said he's defending Dan Savage, and he refuses to disassociate himself from Savage after saying he was he respected Dan Savage. Um, now he was calling this in a debate because they asked him who did he um, you know who did he who was one of his uh, people he admires. And he, he suggested Dan Savage. Now, Dan Savage is the one. He's really kind of an anti-Christian bully. He, um, he, and he's just a web bully as well. He's a cyber bully. He created the Santorum.com, mm-hmm. and he, which renamed – he was upset at Senator Rick Santorum. He renamed Santorum's last name with this thing that's so vile yeah, it's, it's very, related yeah. to sodomy that I can't even read yeah, it, of he, course. He's this obscene. Is the kind of person he, he admires. He's a very uh, obscene pornographic guy. We've only got about a minute yeah. left, so, so go ahead. Well, and, and so again, the theme here, Linda, for all your your uh, your listeners is there's 
one thing you can't discuss anymore in our culture, it seems, if you listen to the media, is homosexuality right. and tra- to a lesser degree transgenderism. And it's really becoming oppressive because now you have candidates which are homosexual activists and transgender activists and like Kristen Sinema in Arizona who, you know, she's called herself a bisexual and yet somehow that's not an issue in the campaign. And it's this this effect is happening. It's, it's like a chilling effect over the debate yeah. and it's going to affect everybody who cares about the truth. But our duty as Christians is to stand up for the truth no matter what, yes. the biblical truth, even if it brings uh, ridicule or persecution. Right, exactly. And there's nothing hateful about that because we are totally committed to people changing if they will, if they will repent. And that is the bottom, bottom line. Thank you, Peter. Americans for FORtruth.com. Thank you so much for all you do. Thank you. God bless you, Linda. Okay. And folks, I urge you to go on Peter's website now that it's back functional again and uh, support all of all of the Christian media. We are all trying to get the truth out, and the odds are, are being stacked against us by people that are vindictive and are not acting with good motives, as you can tell. So uh, pray for all of this. Go and vote in this election, friends. This is extremely important. Become informed about the issues and the candidates. Vote with biblical values. Just remember, just remember, with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.